Blog Talk Radio.
said. We don't know how to relax them because we're She's going to tell me, look it up, if she don't tell me where to go and look at it. 
for myself. So we was talking about some things, and we was talking about how people look at you and how people see you. And you first don't realize people seeing you a certain way or looking at you a certain way, but then when you do as the word of God, say with like the uh, prodigal son, when you come to yourself and you realize a person's been using you or trying to use you, you kind of get to a point where you either get angry and stay angry or you get angry and ask God to deliver you. Before you ask God to deliver them, you ask God to deliver you just in case they don't receive the deliverance. Therefore, you won't walk around in unforgiveness or the appearance of unforgiving. Because when I realized that a lot of people look at me or used to look at me, this is before I got saved and anything. Uh, when I say anything, I, before I got saved and anything that I was doing was to try to make sure that God get the glory. That's my anything. Uh, people want to try to say that a person is always claiming they are broke or they're, they don't have this. But the truth is, I didn't have that to do what you wanted to do or what you wanted me to do with you. I may not just want to be bothered with you. But I told you I'm going to tell on myself. Because, see, now that God is freeing me, I want somebody else to know they, too, can get free. I'm not, I can't free you. But you have to go to God and, and listen to when God sends a word to you, and you have to receive it. When I looked at how people looked at me, I said, you know what, I really don't care. I testified a while back and just last week how different family members only wanted to be bothered with me when it came to um, their children growing up. And when they were having problems with other children, they would um, send for me. Uh Y'all hear me when I tell you. But I really thought that they wanted to be bothered. That's what the old folks used to say. I really thought they wanted to be bothered with me and my sister, but they were sent for me because, how they say, it was a plan behind the sinning for. They were sent for me to come be a correction or correct some things that was going on. And... I didn't understand it then, but as I got older and I really looked at it, I said, God, I really don't, I'm going to tell you what I said, I don't care how people look at me. But see, one thing is, even then, they saw what was in me. So I had to smile because it taught me how to realize that in the natural if they was able to recognize what was in me, why did I find it so hard to understand God knew what was in me before I was formed in my mom's womb? All he did was take me and bring me on his side and have me to be the person that I am for him. All he did was teach me how to change partners. You know, like when we used to go dancing and we would be stepping and you would uh, be stepping with somebody, then you would swing off and step with someone else, 
and then you would go back to your partner. Okay, I was able to understand that just because you saw what was in me, I had to forgive the person or the person that called itself using me because all you did was, how how can I say, help me understand what God had put in me. So if I was a fighter in the world and people use me for my gifts, okay, let's let's tell the truth. It was a gift God gave me that when I came over here on God's side, he's using my gift to fight for the kingdom of God. That's why I love our foundational scripture, Matthew 6 and 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And when I think about that scripture, because I, I was saying, God, I don't have a scripture to talk about, and I don't have it. And it dawned on me, yes, you do. When you seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you, understanding is added unto you. What does mean? Forgiveness is added unto you. Well, to me, the sight of not wanting to seem like you're not forgiving someone is added unto you. Well, to me. Well, I had to get to the place to say, God, I can't live, my can't live my present onward, pressing towards the mark, pressing forward. And I had to say, Lord, I don't want to walk around here in unforgiveness. I don't even want to walk around here where it seems like I don't forgive nobody. I want to be able to say, I thank you for seeing what God had put in me. I thank you for enhancing that thing that God had put in me. I thank you for teaching me how to use that thing that God had put in me because now when I say, as my sister teases me a lot about me being her Paris and she's my London, instead of me saying, say, what's her name, what's her name, I could say, say his name. Say his name, his name is Jesus. I could say, when somebody say, what happened, you you different, his name is Jesus. When somebody says, you don't act like you used to, you're different now, you seem more peaceful, I can say his name is Jesus. Because Jesus has taught me how to forgive. Jesus has taught me how to not walk in unforgiveness. Jesus has taught me how to look at people and say, I don't know what it was or what it is that caused you not to like me then, some don't even feel like me now, but because I know that God has did a new thing in me. Amen, Margo. His name is Jesus. Because I know that he has, I can say, God, I thank you for adding this unto me, forgiveness, that when I look at someone whether it's a friend, a foe, or a family member, what I can look at you and see when you look at me, you still look like you're sucking on a lemon. 
You still seeing me as her from back when, yesteryear. But see, you so busy remembering the used to be, you can't even see what God has done. And if you look and see what God has done, you will be able to see that God has not fell asleep. God has not stopped working. God has not stopped doing what only God can do. When you stop worrying about how people didn't did you and what people that said about you and what people that spread word about you, when you stop worrying about that and concentrate on what God said, then you could just keep walking in forgiveness and say, God, continue to work on me because while you working on me, I'm going to be praying for them, say, God, fix them while you fixing me. Because unforgiveness is something else. Like I said earlier, I may not say the right words. I can't even explain what unforgiveness is because it's such a place that you could be walking in a place and a person ain't even thinking about you no more. Or they didn't got over that. And they're moving on. Like, for example, just sitting here talking, I thought about the twins, Esau and Jacob. When one twin called himself stealing something from the other twin, and he ran for years away from that twin, but then he went back, and he sent gifts, and he sent this, and he sent word to his brother to say, in other words, forgive me. But when his brother saw him and he was approaching him, I guess you could put it in your mind like, and say, like he was angry, still angry, or man, man, he reached out and grabbed him and embraced him because he had got past that place. See, some of us still living in a place of, I did something, I don't think they'll forgive me, but you didn't waste so much time living in that place, you don't even realize you on another level, another realm. When you you think about how you have, you know, I had mentioned to my sister tonight. I'm gonna tell you what I mentioned to her. What she said, my you get stuck and you get stuck in unforgiveness. That's so true, Minister Margo. I had said to Apostle on tonight. I said, you know what, Apostle? Well, I said to Celia, you know, but I'm I said it to her. um, A lot of people talk about the prodigal son how he uh, demanded his what he had coming and how he left and how he came to himself and he went back to his father and how his father was glad to see him and um, how he gave a big feast for him. And I said, but do it ever, did it ever say that the brother forgave him and said the brother was kind of upset? Or did it ever say the brother forgave him? She said, you know what, you need to read the whole story. You know, you need to look into the whole story, you know. And I said, you know what, that's true. Because when you talk about unforgiveness, you could point fingers and you could say words. You can, and you know, uh, make suggestions or indications. And people, even people that are seeing this live or seeing this in a, in a uh, rebroadcast and or hearing it on blog talk and hear it later, they're going to tell she's talking about me. No, I'm not. I'm talking about me. Now, 
if one of the incidents I'm talking about you falling up under, take it to Jesus. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I've gotten past it. Because, like I said, because of the things I went through as a child, a young adult, well, I'm going to do it while properly, as a child, as a teenager, as a young adult, all was done was what was in me was enhanced. What was in me was developed. What was in me was pointed out. What was in me showed me how to use it. So when I when I came to myself and I came back to my first love, I knew how to use my gift to fight for the Lord, the Lord. I knew how to use my gift and ask God to, uh, how can I say this, increase my gift, not just increase my territory, not just enlarge my territory, but God enlarge and increase my gift so that I can use it for your glory. You know, so I've learned how to be patient because, see, before I was not patient and that was because I was operating in unforgiveness. Uh, you ain't going to tell me. You ain't going to say to me. You ain't going to do to me. Okay, I was being impatient. I learned how to be patient, and as I began to learn patience, I learned to listen to people, and a lot of times I found out. A lot of times people were doing what they were doing was because they didn't have what we had. They didn't know how to appreciate what they had or what they saw. And it's just so much I learned how to say, God, I thank you for everything. I'm trying to think of a a great way to say it. I don't want to use no try to use no big words. I want to be able to say, God, I thank you for not even allowing me to work in the place of unforgiveness. I remember one time a family member had asked me a question, a certain question. Well, it wasn't me. It was a group of us who was at a, a family meeting, and they asked me a question. Well, they asked a question about why this was going on or why that was going on, and I said, because I spoke to a a group of the family members, and they said they didn't do this and they didn't want to do that. It's because of this, because of that. That family member turned like that and just began to bless me out. The devil is a lie. When I had answered a question, and I learned then not to always be willing to tell when I should have just been quiet, and let that person address that issue with God and let God reveal it to them instead of me trying to help. Because that caused me for a long time to walk, think, live, I'm even say talk with unforgiveness and the appearance of unforgiveness. A lot of times we have to realize We shouldn't always say something when the first thing we should do is pray before we say. Or don't say none of it. Just say, I don't know, let's pray about it. If they ask you something, 
Even if you know, God, I'm not for sure, but why don't we pray about it and let God reveal it to us? Something, because unforgiveness will cause you not to enter into heaven. And how they used to say back in my day when I was young, it's too late in the game. I'm not trying to miss my entry into heaven. I want my name written in the Lamb's Book of Life. I want to get into heaven. I don't want to miss out because of unforgiveness. Even if it's your father, mother, sister, brother, cousin, friend, spouse, children, next-door neighbor, old friend, new friend, or somebody you just know in the neighborhood, if you're walking in unforgiveness, ask them to forgive you. If you didn't do anything but you know it's a situation that's causing you all to have a rift or something like that, ask for unforgiveness. What I mean by ask for unforgiveness, ask them, is this something that you did and you're not under under the understanding of what you did to them? Because it may not have been you, it may have. Ask them to forgive you so you wouldn't be walking around in unforgiveness, whether it's from you or for them, from them. Because that is a place where a lot of us really don't believe we're at, and we feel that we are justified in what we're doing. But I want to ask you one question. Why is it that we don't want to ask God to teach us how to forgive someone? We don't want to ask God to put in our heart to learn how to forgive someone. We don't want to just come under the um, position that we need to forgive someone, but we want God to forgive us for everything. See, God don't have a two-way standard, but we do. We want God to throw our sins in the seal, forgetfulness, never to remember no more, but yet and still, we want to hold on to this. I may need this later on to remind to remind them what they said, what they did. I need to hold on to this. But yet, we want to, oh, Lord Jesus, I come to you with my hands open, my heart open, my mind and my mouth open, asking you to forgive me for everything. But yet, we don't want to. See, something's wrong with that. You want to be forgiven, but you don't want to forgive. You know, you want to act like you not holding on to something, but you are. I, I, You know, I said it before, and I'm going to say it again. I'm standing on Facebook Live, and I'm standing on Blog Talk. If there's anything I've done to any family member, friend, foe, or whatever, I did anything, whether I said it, gestured it, looked like it, act like it, forgive me. I may know. I may not know. Either way, forgive me. Please, if you don't pick up the phone, call me. Ask Minister Margot, say, we must forgive in order to be forgiven. Yes. I'm asking you because it may be so many of you, I don't remember, I don't know, or I, I just can't get to you. However, I'm asking you to forgive me. We had a family reunion this summer. I've told it and I'm going to tell it again. We're a cousin of mine. I was so happy to see him 
he was happy to see everybody, but when it came to me, mm, I'm going to do like Adam from The Voice. When it came to me, I'm going to shine a light on me so you can see. When it came to me, he looked at me and said, you the one. I had did something and said something to him over 59 years ago. I'm saying 59, but it was over 50 years. And we were children. He never forgot it. Never forgot it. He hadn't seen me since. But as soon as he heard my voice and heard my name and saw me, he said, you the one. And he told me what I said. And because when he told me, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, I tried to laugh it off, but the first thing I said in my heart to God, I said, oh, my God, Jesus. And that thing had grabbed a hold of me that somebody held on to that so long that they could not remember nothing about you but what you had said to them that caused embarrassment that caused uh, people to laugh. And I said it just to get a laugh, not knowing that it was something that hurt him to his heart, that hurt his spirit. You know, so I said to him, I'm sorry. I've, you know, tried ever since then to uh, keep in touch with him. When I can, I try to keep in touch with him dearly. You know, but he's busy. But the fact is I did ask, for forgiveness, and he said he forgave me. And that really blessed me, but for those that have not said anything, have not asked, please pray. Please talk to God. Please ask God to touch your heart and the one that did it to you or the one that you did it to, touch their heart and ask them to forgive you or you forgive them. Yes, Minister Margot, words can cause damage. Sometimes it's unrepairable damage. But when somebody tells you that you did something, whether it was recently or has been lingering, uh, festering, simmering for years, a month, however long, don't take that for granted. Ask them to forgive you. You forgive them. I'm saying to you again, inbox me, Facebook me, call me on the phone. When you see me, talk to me. Let's throw this stuff away. It's too late in the game. It's too late in the day to be holding on to unforgiveness. And if you're operating right now and setting someone up, trying to set someone up, it's too much going on out here in the world. Because I'm telling you, family, 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 act like you family. Family, act like you remember when you used to love one another. Ask God to bring it back to you. Family, pray for one another. Pray with one another. Pray about one another. Because, see, ain't no sense in you walking around here. Yeah, I said ain't. 
ain't no sense of you walking around here because you know everything. Mm-mm. You don't, I don't, we don't. Dot every I. Cross every T. Capitalize every letter, every name, every proper place, proper state. We don't put the commas in the right place. We don't put a, a, a period after each sentence. We don't put the explanation point where it needs to be. We don't put the question mark where it needs to be. We don't do everything right. If you try to say your ABCs from A to Z, you know when you get down to LMLP, don't nobody understand what you're saying. That's how you're operating in the spirit of unforgiveness. Be clear. Be open. Be honest. I need you to know I forgive everybody that has hurt me, wronged me, or done me wrong. I don't have time to rent that much space out to you no more. Rent too high. Mm. Eggs already almost $10 a dozen. I ain't got that much space to be given to nobody for free. So I forgive all that have done to me that I felt, and I'm moving on. And I'm asking you to do the same thing. Forgive, move on. If you know that person, know that you're not talking to them or you you don't receive them, let them know. Let's throw this in the sea of forgiveness. Let's take the Jesus. I took it to Jesus. Let us take this to Jesus. Let us move on. Because I don't want you getting to that place. And you find out your name ain't written there. I don't want you to hear, and I know you don't want to hear, step to the left. No, don't just say Beyonce made a record to the left, to the left. Uh, I don't want us to be stepping to the left. I want to be welcome in, good and faithful servant. I want to be on the right hand of God. I want to be right there in the book. I want my name to be there. I want to see a smile when they say welcome in. Uh, that's what I want. Now, if God ain't planning on it, I ain't planning on going nowhere too soon, but I just want to say to you all, stop walking in unforgiveness. Stop walking with the appearance of unforgiveness. And most of all, people, family, friends, let's forgive ourselves. Mm. Whatever you did, I'm going to say today and backwards. Let it go. Let it go because we know sin lies at the door. And if you keep living in your mistakes, you will never move forward to what God has for you. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Forgive yourself. Just like you get on the altar and cry out for others, get on the altar and cry out for you. There's nothing you have done so horrible, so unbelievable that God wants to give you. Sometimes we could be our worst enemy. Forgive yourself. So it's 9.39. I just want to take this time out to see if anybody on Blog Talk um have anything to say or would like to say anything, give a testimony, 
uh, say something to me or whatever. The lines are open. Please speak at this time. Hi, um, this is Cecilia. I just want to say um, many times, as you were saying, Minister Sylvia, we think someone is holding an odd against us or have a problem with us, and like you said, they've already moved on. They haven't even uh, given us a, a second, third, fourth, or fifth thought. And other times we've said stuff and people are living and holding that thing in their heart, and they can't let it go. And other times, they fed that poison to others, and now others are holding that against us when they don't even know the whole story. And so many people are walking not just in unforgiveness, but in covetousness, and they're being envious and, and jealous and things of that sort causing other people to not like you or not forgive you for something. They don't even know the whole story. There's the their side, the other person's side, and then the truth. And if we would actually walk in the truth, you said that earlier, the truth and the truth, it's amazing how the truth sets us free. But So how many of us really want to be free? If we do, yeah. we'll try to get the truth about someone instead of what makes us look better or inferior or superior or whatever. So I would say that out of all of the things that you were saying, they were all good, but getting the truth and living the truth will help us not walk in unforgiveness and will help us really walk in the agape love of God. So thank you for the lesson on tonight. Thank you so much. That is so, so true. The truth. Know the whole story. Thank you so much, Apostle, for that. Uh, is there anyone else at this time would like to put something on Facebook and or say something on Blog Talk? The lines are open. I want to say this before we end the service tonight. A lot of times we do things in life thinking we got time. Mm. Thinking we got time, oh, I'll tell them next week. Oh, I'll tell them next month. Oh, I'll tell them this time or that time. But to be perfectly honest, We never know the time, the day, or the hour. You may not have time to apologize. You may not have time to get it right for yourself. It's no time better than right now to get it right for yourself. Uh, A lot of times we want to blame God for something that happened. But I've I've read the Bible and I didn't read in there 
no place that said, yes, Margo, tomorrow is not promised, that we was not going to have to leave this place. I didn't read in the Bible where it said that I would live forever. I read where back in the olden times that different men and women of God lived to be certain ages. But everybody had to leave this place, whether they walked up out of here or God took them up out of here. They left this place. Don't get caught up in unforgiveness where you will allow guilt to beat you down because you did not follow through. No, you're not going to look like a punk. No, you're not going to look like you a wimp or whatever word you want to use. No, you're not. What you're going to look like is you have growth. You have advanced. Because you go to a person and say, you know what, I, I spent so much time wasting time worrying about this, talking about that, saying this or feeling that. I want to let you know. I, I forgave you. I walked away from you. Uh, I want you to forgive me for what I did or said. And just go on. We all make mistakes. Adam made a mistake. <laughs> Think about it. Adam made a mistake. Eve made a mistake. So we're going to keep on going down that bloodline from the beginning. There was even the, the uh, MEO made a mistake thinking he was more than he was. We are not perfect. But we have a perfect chance of getting it right with God. Don't wait until tomorrow. As I I said, and Minister Margot came on here and gave confirmation, tomorrow is not promised. Mm-mm, it's not. It's not. If you repent and give God your whole heart, Lord, forgive me for I have sinned. Every day I have sinned. God, I'm asking you again to to forgive me. I'm repenting. I'm asking you to be my Lord and Savior. I'm asking you to come into my life. God, I'm asking you to help me correct everything that do not give you glory. God, be my God, and I will be your people. Just go to God and repent, and then ask him to show you the people that you need to make it right with. And once you do, if they receive you, praise God. If they don't, you deal with God told you to do. Pray and ask God who to talk to. Pray and ask God to prepare the way that when you go that you receive. But, again, if they don't receive you, God, I did what you told me to do. Don't sit back and waste another day, another week, another month, another year, and unforgiveness. If you listen to the news and look at the news every day, people are leaving here. Mm. They leaving here yesterday, today. Uh, I can't think of the young man's name, but he's a recording artist, lost his daughter. 
Marie Presley yesterday. I, I'm just saying, just keep listening to the news. Keep listening. Keep listening to the radio. Keep listening to what people are saying around you. You're going to find out tomorrow is not promised. Allow God to be God. Go to God. Talk to God. Repent to God. And let God have his way. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what the doctors say. I don't care what the judge say. I don't care what the teachers say. Ask God, even your boss, ask God, what do you say, Lord, concerning this matter and concerning me? Whatever the doctor's saying, God's going to use it as a testimony for you. Uh, let you use it. Whatever the judge is saying, God is going to free you from some things, and he's going to allow you to use it as a testimony. Whatever the teacher is saying, when you give it to God and let God do it, if you don't understand it, God will open up your mind. And the teacher says, I don't know what happened, but by golly, they got it. They're moving on to the next grade, or they're moving on to the next level. When you really, really want to get it right, once you get it right, don't stop right there. Stay before God. Because each day, each time you do something for God and God takes you to another level, oh, yes, more, another, another devil is going to come in. But you have to stay focused. You have to stay in tune. You have to stay in place. And if you, if you find yourself where you slip, God forgive me. Like I said, forgive yourself. Don't walk around in unforgiveness because God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above. All you got to do is just keep trusting God and say, God, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. I thank you, I thank you because, again, I've learned I do not have to stay in this place of unforgiveness or the appearance of unforgiveness. Because ain't nothing like a person look at you and, and you they know you mad at them or you they know that um, you know that they mad at you and they look at you and instead of you greeting them with a smile, you greet them with that, you know, that look on your face that look like, I wish you would say something to me. Greet them with a smile. So if they don't come this time, maybe they'll come next time. Or you go to them, greet them with a smile. And let them know, let, let bygones be bygones. Leave, leave the past in the past. Just like the chair I'm sitting on is behind me. <laughs> leave it there. And watch what God do for you. Because I'm telling you, I, my prayer is that God, the enemy can't have my family. I've put Holy Ghost to rest. I've placed it on the altar. I've asked God to do what he has to do for my family, my sisters, my brothers, they kids, they kids' kids, my extended family, my cousins, my siblings, siblings, siblings. What I mean by that, my siblings, their children, their siblings, their children, so on. 
down to the hundredth generation. I trust God. I trust God. I trust God. Amen. Again, I'm going to ask, is there anyone on Blog Talk who would like to have any words at this time before we give our final remarks? Okay, thank you all for joining us. Please share. Please come back and look at this in the archives. Listen to it in the archives on Facebook and Blog Talk. We want to thank you all for joining us on tonight. Um, I will be back next Friday to cover the ministry for Smile 3E, Iron Sharpening Iron, um, at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you come back this Sunday morning, Apostle Elect Dr. Cecilia Kaiser, Minister Margot McCor, and Minister Brandon Kaiser, and Minister Carbon Merritt will be our speakers. Well, that's Apostle Elect, but Minister Margot will also be co hosting with Apostle Elect for Sunday service. Again, 9 30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10 30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you come back on Monday, this is the Monday for Minister Margot McCor and her uh, ministry is going to be at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where God will be using the woman of God to do what he has told her to do. And we just want to thank you all for joining us, for being faithful, and for being listeners and participants in Smile 3E, Iron Sharpening Iron, Blog Talk Radio program called Let's Talk. So we love you with the love of the Lord. There's nothing you can do about it. Our foundational scripture, Matthew 6 and 33, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Amen. Good night, everyone.